0: we have our first ever guest on the podcast. So excited to have her. Cannot hype her up enough. It is our mother, Christy they kind
1: is, I think, more excited than anybody in this room right now.
0: I have been pushing them all weekend to finally sit down and record this. We had a really late night dancing, Marin and I, last night, but we are really... <laughs>
1: And yet, somehow, McKenna has the energy to do this. So so I apologize in advance for my uh, absence while I eat my tamale, but I will still contribute.
0: And I'm sorry for, you know, not a great intro for you, Mom. There's so much to say about you, but I'll just let you introduce yourself.
2: Wow. Well, you know, when you're old and you get to be on this cool platform, you're not old. It's like something that's just sort of surreal. So it feels good to be here. Thank you for having me, on Ray. Yeah,
0: you've been our roomie for the past forty-eight hours. I which have has been fun having her clean like the the room when we come home, <laughs>
2: tidy. Right. So
0: we are so appreciative.
2: Oh you. well, it's been really fun to be a fly on the wall. I have to tell you, you guys. I don't know where you get your energy and the fact that I'm trying to go to sleep at night with all these lights coming through the window and (laughs) horns honking and people screaming and I, I just, I feel the vibe. It's like being in Las Vegas with the oxygen that just kind of flows through the room, so... It's been really nice to be a couch crasher. Thank you for letting me stay.
1: You know where else do you live when you're twenty something and you have all the energy in well, the world? Well, right.
2: I mean, that's the thing. Like living in Manhattan the way you guys do, what? Sometimes I have to pinch myself because I'm sitting here and watching you guys weave in and out of the Big Apple and and doing it well. And it's just, yeah. Thank you for letting me watch. <laughs>
1: Yeah, sometimes I forget about it until I see the uh, rent notification in my bank account. And yeah. then I'm like, True I'm bad. screwed. Well, part Just it's kidding. It, right? yes. It's so worth it. Yeah.
2: Part of the rite of passage of being your age is that you're not supposed to have all the coin in the world. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to be exploring and learning and really working on yourselves. And I think that that's super important. There'll be time for all of it. Go, Go now. Go figure it out, right? Yeah. Go do it. That's that's what I think.
1: I feel so, like that segues pretty well into question It time. does. Oh, Actually,
2: okay. Ahead.
0: So let's go back to when you were our age. Um, I don't know. remember. <laughs> it was just you know a day ago.
2: <laughs> right. Oh, you mean ten years ago? That's our right. Mom's oh yeah. Super yes. hip. So you super young. young.
0: She, you were a beach babe. You went to UC Santa Barbara. But she you grew, grew up always... in Go Ca- Gauchos.
1: We should definitely <laughs> preface by saying she is one thousand percent like a California girl. Grew up in California. Yeah. I did. And, and your business,
0: you've always been a businesswoman yeah. too. I know you did write. Um, did psychology though, or like you did law? Yeah. Yep,
2: I did law and society, so I did a combo. It's probably not even offered anymore, but uh, I did a combination of psychology and political science. I did grow up in California, lucky me. I loved it. I'm going back. I just. Yeah,
0: you're going back this year. Oh, I
2: 2022, baby. <laughs> Um, yes, so I I did, and I think that California gave me a great launch pad. It definitely spoiled me in terms of weather, yeah. but it's really nice to see you California starters come bring your torch out to the Big Apple, which is so different. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I love California, and then I started the company... Do I say my age? Like, how transparent do you have to be on this thing? (laughs) You don't have to say your age.
0: (laughs) We know you're 21.
2: Oh, right. Well, forever in my mind. I mean, the thing is, like, you do wish. I love the age of my mind, and I don't really mind the physical age of my body. It's not that I'm complaining. But you wish you had the energy and the brain to match at 20. So, like, if I had my 50-something brain on my 20-something – energy body that would be unstoppable because you would have had all these life's experiences and and that's why I look at you guys like I get it like it's hard to make all the ends meet but that's that's your end game that's not your today game you know your today game is really getting the experiences and having that chapter in your life story that will bring you up to the person you are today and Mm -hmm. I wish someone had told me that.
0: Yeah, I was I was gonna say well something that I love about you and that I'm so grateful for as a mom is you always tell us like your past mistakes. Oh, there's and, there's a lot. And, and a lot of parents, you know, they don't tell their kids, and oh. I, I think it's so great when you do tell us because we, I definitely carry it with me, like in all of my life decisions, and I don't know if you could go back in time and tell yourself when you were, you know, our age, a few things. Is there anything that you would tell yourself?
2: For sure, I would, in watching you two, honestly, I would live my life more closely to how you're living your lives. And I mm-hmm. say this, I have no regrets. First of all, I don't think in life you should ever carry a regret because yeah. even your mistakes are an opportunity to be a better person. And for sure, my life has not been perfect, but it's, it's not about what happens to you. It's about how you take that next step. And if I went back to my younger self, I think I, and I love this about today's generation, I would not have subscribed to that social agenda. Yeah. When I was growing up, you, if you had a boyfriend or somebody had a girlfriend for a year, the next progressive step would be, okay, let's live together, it was a little mm. bit sinful. And then if you live together for a year, let's get engaged,
0: Yeah.
2: Um, okay, let's get married, all right we're doing our careers and we're and we're married and okay we have to have kids and Mm -hmm. it was very much a step-by-step process that I feel the the lid has been blown off of and you know even with my mother I mean she had me when I was 19 that's I can't believe it like that's that blows my mind I had you when I was 30 McKenna so and you when I was 32 which is weird because you guys are only 16 months apart, so I don't know how, how that math happened, but I think it was, like, <laughs> well into the 30s. But anyway, my point is I don't think that there's an agenda that people subscribe to anymore, and I really like that. I like that it's okay to date a lot of people. It's okay to be honest mm. um, and to subscribe to your own rules.
0: I
1: love that. I really love that.
0: That's... She's
2: breaking the ceiling, people. I
0: mean, obviously you can see that Ray is really shine through in our mom um that was an iconic quote and i love that
1: well i think we are who we are today because of our mom oh because my gosh we are. don't, don't we make are. me cry <laughs> no okay i mean you can cry like i feel like somehow, i cry, feel like i'm on oprah's couch but i something. also
0: love that you've always encouraged us like career like you're always oh, yeah like, make your own money support yourself on your own can you talk to that sure at all and like yeah. where that comes from and why you've always made career you know such a big focus
2: Yeah. I think that it's, I think it's so important. And I think this goes back to my agenda thing. It is so important to know you and know that you can do it on your own, right? It's, it's, if you can't do you and love you and be proud of you and know who you are and know what you love and make your own money and have your own independence, how can you really be present in a partnership? And that's how I look at it. If, if you're two people and you're ready to blend your two lives, that's gonna be very successful because you will have already established what your own personal boundaries are. And I think sometimes, I know with my generation, and I think sometimes it happens today with younger people too, we sort of get so committed to relationships with other people. And that's a really great thing, by the way. I'm not trying to say it isn't, but we lose sight of ourselves. And I think one of the things I did and I think I've told you girls this is I definitely lost sight of myself when I became a mom Mm -hmm. and I really poured everything into being a wife and being a mom and I let the things that I loved slip away and it doesn't it doesn't mean you can still be a wife and be home and be a mom and be home but Maybe you have an extracurricular hobby that you enjoy, which is writing on the side, or painting, or you keep a part-time job, or you keep a full-time job, but your partner is willing to step in and get up at night with the child too. So Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know if I'm getting back to your question, but I think that it's important to know who you are. It's really important to be able to land on your own feet, right, depend on you, and I always try and temper that because it's also really good to have a relationship. So I try not to be too heavy-handed about just do it on your own. Do it on your own. I think it's wonderful to share a life with another human being, but I think you need to be present in that relationship with another human being by knowing you. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, am I talking too much? (laughs) No, not at all. I
1: remember like a couple episodes ago, and we kind of are like, "Well, our mom's literally the female Gandhi. Like she has words of wisdom." but i think that's really important and i know that i don't have kids um i have not pushed something out of my womb but i think like one thing that i've like really learned with therapy and talk like talking about your relationship with your parents is that like i think as a child you lose sight that your parents are a human being as well mm-hmm. and they're like not not perfect which is like good because no one's perfect But I think like as a kid you expect that, and I think as we got older and as like McKenna and I grew up very fast because we had to grow up very fast, our mom started to like talk to us in a way that like made us feel like we were all on the same level. Like yes, she's our mom. She has to like set those clear boundaries between like what like how do you teach your kid what's right versus what's wrong. And our mom used to always say like right now. I'm not your friend or what was that thing like I'm not your friend I want to be your friend but I'm your mom right now or something like that and now that like McKenna and I are getting older and we are starting our careers off and we don't live with our mom anymore like she's we talk to her more as like a friend but also as like somebody to look up to and like ask advice for but I think one thing that was like really important and I think made like helped me as a person grow was how honest our mom was with us mm-hmm. and like how like Mackenna said earlier like our mom has very very good advice and she tells us like what we sh- like what not to do to make the same mistakes which I think is super rare honestly to have like a parent admit to you that they you know that things were not always like as perfect as they might seem which is like scary to think because I think in a world where like you have the ability of your relationship with your parents like You want them, like, you need this ability of them to, like, seem perfect to you, to be like, okay, like, the world is not ending. Like, if I'm freaked out, I can go and, like, talk to my mom, which I think is really important. But I also think it's important to see how honest, like, your parents are as a human being as well. I know that I was definitely hard on my mom a lot. (laughs) Um, I was probably, like, the hardest on my mom out of all three of us girls. But I also, one of the things that I've always valued is, like, our mom told it how it was like there was no sugar coating she'd be very honest with us obviously she protects like she protects us she would like take what does that sign like you take a
2: bus oh yeah you? I'd lay down and die for you yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I would <laughs> yeah which I think is really you know I think that's pretty cool I hope that never happens um and I don't think it will knock on wood but I my whole point in saying that is I think that one of the things that I value the most in our relationship with our mom is how honest she really has been Mm -hmm. and how she, like, will talk to us. There's nothing that's off the table in terms of conversation, whether that be talking about sex and how important sex is in a relationship or talking about, like, how shitty of a day you had or calling her and being like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And she's like, I don't know what I'm doing either, but we're doing it together. (laughs) So I think stuff like that is, like, really... One of the things that I value the most in our, I don't want to speak for you, Mikita, but one of the things I value the most in my relationship with oh, my mommy. Thank you. That's so sweet. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I like, I like, you know, life ebbs and flows, like we have really, really high highs and it can be really low. And what? Ebbs
1: like and flows?
0: Ebbs and flows. Yeah. Life. Oh. Like oh. it just, you know, emotions <laughs> go up and down and I think you give us like hindsight kind of and, and tell us that's completely normal. And I guess. To bring it back to our audience, like 20-something, something something that I love that you tell us is, this is the time to be selfish. Oh, yes. This is the time to travel. This is the time to not worry about money and, you know, go out with your friends and have a good time and not take everything so seriously and just be about you. Yes. And I am really trying to do that because I think this is such a fleeting part of our lives, right? Oh, yeah. And it's hard and scary to be like a 20-something on your own, but I love that you always,
1: When our brains are not even developed all the way.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Not until you're 25, the lobe. No, I think that's so important. Plus, you guys are coming off the heels of stupid COVID. Yeah. Right? (laughs) And we've kind of had to be shackled at home. And it's just been, I get it. Like, put your party hat on, be safe. You know, use your practical mind that you have and, and go out and seize that time. It's so true. We think that we want to accelerate through this quote-unquote life agenda that I talked about earlier, and there's no need to do that. Mm-hmm. Go out and be selfish. You don't have kids. You don't have <laughs> obligations. Yes, you have to pay your rent and you have to pay your utility bills and you got to pay for food, and my gosh, is New York expensive. Mm-hmm. But the flip side is you don't wear cement shoes, right? Mm-hmm. So you're you're in constant Motion and when you meet that special person, then is the time to kind of dial it back. But Ooh. you won't get that time, I, right? Yeah, you won't get that time. So and
0: speak- okay, go on. Sorry. Oh no, God, no. no. So
2: <laughs> speak to what? No. <laughs> no. I just you brought
0: up. I want oh. to hear like, voice. like oh, boys, like
2: something else. You can
0: tell us, you know, about your relationships, and <laughs> I don't know what are things that we should look for. In a, oh my in gosh, a, that is such like,
2: a look oh. for. I don't know. Okay, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. Or Do you have any advice? Let me preface this by saying I don't have a lot of experience. <laughs> I met their dad when I was 21. So it's not like by the time you're 21 you have any – I didn't have like an arsenal of experience. But what I can say that as a as a more mature adult in the Gen X Oh, I know what she's going to say. I don't
1: know. What's you need zero? to get your
2: heart broken at least five times. Oh, well, I wasn't going to say that. And usually I say it's three times. But, oh. yes, get your heart broken a couple of times. And I, I do believe that because then I think that you learn from every relationship, right? And and you only – that one significant relationship that you have is the most significant one at that time. Mm-hmm. And when you move away from that relationship, you can, you can really look at it and say, oh my gosh, you know, there were some holes there in that last relationship. I thought it was perfect, but I've learned, you know, I could have been better at this, that, and the other. And the other person, you know, they didn't really fill my needs. Then you roll into the next relationship. And there are always different holes in a person, but it's. it comes down to, well, for me it's EQ, right? Mm. Boys, men out there, do not be afraid to be vulnerable, <laughs> okay? Because let me tell you what. Everything for you that you want is upstairs in the girl's brain. And when you're vulnerable and you're honest <laughs> and you're true, you might get a massage out of the deal. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I'm I'm just saying. Oh, my God. saying now. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, I'm not trying to go there. I'm just saying that when you. A happy ending. What? Perhaps a happy ending. Ah! It's very articulate. But what I'm saying is when, you know, you boys, you're raised to have this armor. Take your armor off. If you like that (laughs) girl, right? And, And this is, I'm talking about a hetero relationship, but it goes both ways. If you like that girl, you like that boy. Just be vulnerable. Tell them that there's so many missed opportunities because we're so afraid of rejection. Get over yourself.
1: Whoa, that is powerful. Yeah, boys, did you hear that? Get if you over yourself. have a herself. strong EQ. We're single and ready to mingle.
2: Life
0: is too short. Right? Life is too short. Let Catch me tell the chase.
2: Listen, at this point, people, you're speed dating, right? <laughs> You're going to know in 5, 10, 15 minutes whether or not this is going to be a home run. It doesn't mean you got to go home and and dance in the sheets. I am absolutely not saying (laughs) that. Oh, my God. The other thing is, boys, you must respect boundaries. Do not try and get after it that first night, honestly. And girls, don't give it up. But anyway, here's what I'm saying. I am saying what you look for in a guy is something that evolves as you develop yourself. And your needs do change. But take the opportunity to get to know each other at these ages don't be so afraid don't settle don't settle but don't be so afraid of meeting other people and going out on dates and talking to people at places you're missing opportunity if you think she's gonna reject you if she rejects you it's on her if he rejects you it's on him right Mm -hmm. we're not asking for an arranged marriage we're talking meet people so for me and a man I would say EQ is everything. Being a partner is everything. It's equal playing field, right? It's equal
1: she got to take you out, out just as much
2: as he got to take her That's out. That's exactly right, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, how it you, triggers. Listen
1: to mommy's advice right now mm-hmm. because this is very good advice. Right? Okay, if you like someone admit that you like them, get out of your own head because you have nothing to lose. You have nothing to
0: lose. The worst thing
2: they'll say is I, okay, no. Okay,
0: this is something that we all know I think I'm trying to work on is internal values. Oh, and being yeah. really strong in yourself because we get validation from social media from people oh. that we like from managers, from parents like how do you kind of tune all that out and just focus on how you feel and get really strong in yourself I feel like you've always been really strong in yourself and did you ever feel the pure Are pressure? you kidding me? You know, because even like looking back at our mom in high school, she was a part of the drunk driving or you know oh, against yeah. drunk drivers. President yeah, I'm SAD. And I feel like <laughs> To some, that could be the uncool thing, right? In your oh. generation, even though it's mm. it's the best club that you could have been a part of. I don't know how how are you always.
2: I was in choir. Um, yeah. I'm well, look, a, I was like a glorified nerdy girl. I'm pretty sure. But you're so
1: unapologetically yourself. Like even like when people like our friends meet you, they're like, "Yep, that's your mom." Yep. Okay, that's I who don't you know are. if that's a good. thing. I think it's a good thing. I think it's pretty cool well, because
0: uh, our mom is pretty so cool. So give us your tips and tricks for oh. confidence. Validation. Okay, let
2: me just say I didn't grow up with social media and I think it sucks. I think it's like <laughs> yeah. this fake veneer. It's like it's like so false and so ugly and I think it contributes to a lot of self-esteem problems that we have today. And even with myself, if I look and I and I already know who I am, but if I'm looking at my own personal feed, everybody's on freaking vacation. And I'm working like an animal and I'm thinking, God, how do they do that? Or they look like the perfect marriage or they're perfectly skinny, but then, oh my gosh, they're missing one leg. Well, that's because they Photoshopped it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I mean, you know, there's, it's just, it's, it's too much. Um, So I think that it's important, first of all, to unplug. It's so important to get off the device. If you really want to enjoy your life, Put the device down And listen to podcasts That's what I do I do I listen to podcasts I love them so much She
1: listens to Dateline a lot Which um, I do We have a special tradition Where we watch a lot of Like murder mystery
2: I know junkies. And I know We probably sound like weirdos But I'm actually finding out That a lot of people Listen to Dateline So So
1: many people Listen to
2: Dateline I mean they find the bad guy And it's fascinating And Crime Junkies Too
1: great podcasts shit out of me I know but I, I It used to scare me Now I love it
2: I love it. Like anyway, I don't know how so I unplugged. digress. You said unplugged.
1: Sorry. Okay, so unplug classic Marin taking attention
2: and Oh no, this is totally to me. Waters. I think my attention span's terrible. Okay, so how do you be self-confident? You unplug, you believe in you, you look at everything in life as an opportunity. If you're not taking that opportunity, it's already a no. Got it? So if you've got a 50% chance of a yes, ask for the raise. Mm-hmm. Go for the promotion. Go on the trip. Ask the guy out. Ask the guy out. Ask the girl yeah, out. Yeah, we
1: kind ask the guy out, right?
2: Well, I'm not saying you know, but anyway, I'm just saying that we're all afraid of failure. I mean, somewhere deep in us. And get over yourself, because if you don't fail, you don't have an opportunity to be That's uberly successful, very true. right? Failures often lead to tremendous success, and I think you just keep putting one foot in front of the other you got to keep doing that and you have to be your number one fan have I not told you you that? that you be your own number one fan it doesn't mean you're conceited or you're not interested in getting to know other people but you've got to be your own advocate and that comes for health, too, people. Like, get your skin checked. That's my plug. Yeah. But um, anyway. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. I have a good question. Okay, go afterwards. ahead. No, no, no. No, I was just going to say, like, even, and I mean that with doctors, too. They don't know your body they the don't. way you do. Yes. They don't I, know your mind. That would be a the good doctor. They always good prescribe good.
0: you the pills, and that's a topical treatment. That's surface level. So. Right.
2: You know you. And yeah. if if somebody's not finding the answer to something that's ailing you, get to another doctor. Like, right. And that goes for life, too. Right, pursue what you want to do. don't Don't care what other people think. Other people are projecting their feelings of themselves onto you. That's the truth.
1: McKenna's like, yeah. I'm so so stoked right now. I
0: I hope this is resonating with all of you guys out there. I think it's so important to hear these things and live our own unique lives. But Maren, do you want to ask your question? I was
1: just gonna say, I'm. Let me preface my question because I can't just ask a question without context. Like I just can't lay do it. the foundation. Girl. I need to lay the foundation. It's the journalist in me. Um, but I think our mom is a perfect example of everything she just said because for a couple of reasons, when she had when she first had McKenna, she gave up her career to be um, the a mother. Yeah, the best day at home, yeah, oh, day at which home she's, mother. she's the hardest thank job thank in you. the world. Truly. Oh my gosh! I, yes, I think like that is one of the hardest things and probably one of like the most selfless things that you can do. Yeah is you know like give up your all and i think
0: we were in the best school she hauled us for four hours a day in the car yeah we were
1: like and every night every freaking night we'd come home she'd probably be exhausted we ate dinner then she she put us in in the carpool. she she was first she was a she's a woo okay she's (laughs) a freaking woo and we love her for that but she would like we'd all get um And take a bath, and then our mom would, like, literally lube us up with so much lotion and blow dry our hairs and put us in matching jammies every single night. Okay,
2: it was a little bit psycho, but okay.
1: No, but I, like, my my point in saying that is, like, she, when our parents ended up getting a divorce, our mom hadn't worked for 16 years, and she really struggled, I don't want to speak on your behalf, but, like, she struggled to find a job, and she wasn't afraid to, like, I mean, I'm sure you were afraid, because you're like, what the hell am I doing, (laughs) Um, but she took the risk. She moved us to Minnesota. Started her career. Started her job again. You, you, believed know, in yourself she believed in you know, she believed in herself, and she she ended up what she's doing now is starting a company and called Sun Fifty. Oh, plug, 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 plug 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 oh, plug 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 plug. plug
0: you. Sun Fifty is the trendiest, most fashion-forward sun protective clothing, which is so important with the right. Check of your skin. Change. One in five Americans will get some kind of skin cancer, and it's all, it's mostly
1: preventative, right? So,
2: yeah, we're eco friendly, we're sustainable, we manufacture in the USA, but yes.
1: And it's, it's, yeah. It's interesting though, because, sorry to cut you off, but it's interesting because this is, I feel like this has always been, whether like she has consciously known it or not, but like she's always been very passionate about skin and taking care of like your body. When we were younger, Our mom would literally lube us up with sunscreen we could not go outside unless we had sunscreen and like a like a rash guard and hats on like we everyone knew us to be like the kids who literally were like slippery because we had so much sunscreen on our bodies
2: or also bows in your hair
1: oh bows in our hair as well (laughs) yes we were notorious for that and um and then she ended up creating this company Which, you know, it's always been something that I think she's been passionate about. And, like, it shines through because she's working like an animal. Like, she's, like, crushing what? What am I saying? Crushing
2: (laughs) Crushing it. Crushing
1: it. She's crushing it. And I just think that's really important because, like, I, what I am trying to get here is that she does practice what she preaches. Because everything she just said is a perfect representation of, like, how she got to where she is today and who she is. I think that's a big thing that I'm so grateful that we grew up hearing that because I think it's something that right now in our twenties like we need to hear that because like I think that is probably the most like we need to hear those success stories we need to see that like yeah there's uh, life has its up and downs like you get what you you know you get what you can handle and you will overcome it you will succeed it don't like you're always gonna hit that wall but it's how you jump over it right. what you gets you picked there yourself yeah back up. yeah. Think.
0: Life has thrown a lot of hurdles at you, but you never, you are always maintain the optimism, and you've built this amazing company, and you're leading a team of women, and I just think uh, that gives me hope that everything happens for a reason, right? Aww. But it's hard in those moments, and I think back, you brought up a piece of advice that mom, you tell us all the time, which is always keep your job, and <laughs> I know, I know that there are no regrets in life, and I, you were a stay-at-home mom, and you were the best stay-at-home mom, but... Yep. I think that's a really crucial piece of advice.
2: Right? Oh, hundred percent. I wish that I had known, I don't, first of all, doing quote unquote it all perfectly impossible. And I I hired a woman who was pregnant. I have uh, women on my team that have children. And I really, I really try to help them balance because I think that it's really important for us to be more understanding of people with kids I think kids are the future right Mm -hmm. so if if you create an atmosphere where people are encouraged to be a good parent what I have found in my own work ecosystem is they deliver for gazillion percent I mean I really really mean that and for me yeah don't take your foot out of the career zone I uh as they said I've I loved being a stay-at-home mom. I was really good at it. I think yeah, because I were, really, I you really were loved it.
0: House parent or classroom parent for all three girls. We have Brownie so leader. many stories. We have so
1: many. Balls, okay, but let's not. Ball, this ball girl, ball oh, yeah. this girl will like take a fucking bullet to <laughs> anyone's skin. You don't mess with her kids, Miss Girl, Miss Girlie. Literally she, came and she, sat in a class because and all the kids <laughs> loved her because,
2: Basically, like
1: the teacher okay. was evil and didn't let them pee. And my mom said no. She said, absolutely not. Sat right, in that classroom. So basically,
0: if you've seen Matilda, I had the really <laughs> evil teacher in the second grade. I mean, she
2: First would, grade. She,
0: first grade. She would make kids pee their pants because she didn't let them leave. And the then classroom. she'd hang
2: them in the classroom she, like during when kids under- were my pants, age, not your age. She probably, would but. make
0: people cry. She made the assistant teacher cry. It was a nightmare. And our mom, my mom, sat in my classroom, my second grade class. First. Every day. First all, grade. First grade. All day long just sat there so that Miss... Don't I, say it! No. So that Miss S could not be... Would not be as mean or lethal. And she was she, terrifying. I give her mean looks. And I just want to say, wow. Well, no, so that I, was I, saying, I guess... So, but you can't do it all, right? Like, a, you couldn't... No, have, so my
2: point is, like... My point is, always do you. So, so when you get into a, a marriage or a union and you guys decide to have children, talk about it at a granular level. Say, okay, I wanna keep my career, you wanna keep your career, you're gonna get up two nights a week this week with the kid and I'm gonna get up three nights this week and then we're gonna switch it. I think you really have to have a partnership always and there needs to be total respect. And let me tell you what, if someone decides to stay home with that child, That is a full-time job. So if you're the person, man or woman, that's out there slaying it in the business world, your job is to come home and help. There is no exemption. I don't care if you work outside of the office eight hours a day. You come home and you help, whoever you are. Um, When you have a child, that child comes first. I don't care what anyone says. You've decided to bring a child into the world. They are your priority. And I wish that I had had someone who said... I, I quit, McKenna, when you were three months old because I was... A, I traveled a lot. I was in sales and marketing and public relations and I traveled a lot and I just couldn't let you stay with a babysitter. I just wasn't... I was so anxious. You also didn't
0: have a partner.
2: Though. I didn't have a partner in the yeah. deal. Um, in terms of, you know, somebody... We, we sort of talked about it and I would be the one to stay home and that's fine, but I never got an off zone. So mm-hmm. I was... The person 24 yeah. 7 and getting up and getting up and whatever but I think the point is if you do that make sure that you are pursuing something for you as well because just as much as the child is the priority so are you right. and you know, whether you're playing tennis or you're doing something for yourself, you've got to do that. I I was so crazy. And that's
1: not, that's not being selfish at all. Oh, you can, you're a better parent by doing
2: that. I remember
0: too, I think this is really important to bring up, but there's a point in your life where you had a job opportunity in San Francisco Oh and basically an ultimatum was given relationship, you know, we're going to break up if you take the job. And Long wrote.
2: distance relationships and, don't work. That's what I was told. Right.
0: And I know so many of my friends already who have picked their relationship over mm. some other opportunity that was for them. And it's so hard, right? When you're in love and you think this is everything and you want to build a life with them. That's a hard dilemma. And I, but I think too, you've shown us a true partner that wouldn't mm-hmm. m- force you to... to yes, there are no right ultimatums. Yeah. Let
2: me tell you, if someone backs you into a corner, that's not a partnership. Right. All right. So if it... Yes, I, I had an opportunity to work for a big retail company in San Francisco. I'm from the Bay Area. Danville. Go Danville. Love it. <sighs> and uh, anyway, so I had this opportunity to work for a company in San Francisco. And at the time, I was, you know dating someone, and they said long-distance relationships don't work. They're a year younger than me. And I felt very leveraged. I felt like, well, this was the most important, significant relationship I'd ever had. Do I take the job? Do I stay? I mean, obviously, it's not so bad to stay in Santa Barbara. I'm not saying... I'm very happy with the way my my life panned out. Look, I, I wish I didn't get a divorce, by the way. I'm not an advocate for that. I think divorce sucks, and it's very painful and all of that. But... I am saying that that
1: will be a podcast on something <laughs> because I have so much to say about that. Oh, I'm not divorced. Oh, okay. A, oh, well that's good. But as a child of divorce who was the president and the co-founder of the Children of Divorce Club in high school,
2: oh, there's a lot to say there people, stay tuned. Stay but tuned. I was going to say take the job. And here's yeah. why I say this. Take the job. Go before bro. It's basically <laughs> yeah. take the opportunity and seize that moment because if true love is there, that's a test of your love for each other it truly is if you can't get through a hurdle like that you have no business getting married because there will be bigger hurdles that come into your marriage that you don't even know about and you have to be able to work through them so if this is a true love deal take the job go do it go do you let him follow you let her follow you let see how it all goes don't miss an opportunity for another person if this is your your dream and this is your goal. If you're wondering, go do it because I tell you what, I promise you this. If that, it's going to sound cliche, you're going to hate me for it. But it's true and I apologize in advance. If the relationship is worth the grain of salt that you think it is, it's going to survive distance. Period. End. It's going to survive the distance. So take the job.
1: I think that's beautiful advice, and actually, I just, I'm, I'm using that advice right now, and I think that's so important not to sacrifice yourself, like, at this kind of age where you have to make those really big life decisions, mm-hmm. because, like, our brains are not fully developed. Like, there's, right. you know, a biological and, you know, physical reaction in your body that you're not ready to make those decisions. And maybe you are, but, like, for me, I'm not ready to make those decisions, and, like, this advice has really helped me in the fact that if if it's meant to be it it'll, it'll be meant to be yep. but also that doesn't Put mean yourself first. yeah that Put doesn't yourself mean like right because now. if you do not Especially love yourself in your 20s. Yeah, yes 100% yeah, and i think one thing that i'm learning as we speak is like truly if you do not love yourself if you do not know yourself then you cannot be with another person yes. because like there is then you start losing yourself because you haven't even had yourself at the beginning. And instead, you're supposed to grow with someone. You're not supposed to lose yourself and, like, warp yourself into something else. You're supposed to grow together, not, not do the backwards part of that. Which I think is well, also stated. really important to say that, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. No, I
2: love that about knowing yourself. That's good.
1: Well, I think also, in a way, oh, what the heck was I going to say? <laughs> love yourself
2: you're saying take the opportunity I, I for that
0: and I look for that too the one thing I try to look for in a guy is like can I grow with them like yes I think relationships should be light they should be fun you should be best friends right and it's, it's just about like yeah take the job like go mm-hmm. go do you that's what you should want right 100% I, I love that piece of advice so that yeah. you gave you know job before bro or go before bro go before bro that. baby go go study abroad go yes. take the trip with your girlfriends don't and ha- it all.
2: you're gonna be a better person and if that if that love is still there you're gonna be even that much more interesting and so will the other person yeah, be I agree. You, yep. you've got to do now is the time if there's one thing that i have to tell you guys be selfish now it's okay to be selfish you don't have big responsibilities i know you think you do you don't you're responsible for yourself and keep it that way until you know you. And then you can grow together, as Marin said. That's really good. I remembered it. Oh, my
1: gosh. I remembered what? it. It's along the same lines. But, like, you have to be happy. And I think a lot, like, right now, it's really difficult. The one thing that I'm learning is that it's difficult to, like, feel happy or be happy when, like, you have to sacrifice things that you shouldn't have to sacrifice Like, at this period in your life. Like, right Mm -hmm. now, my biggest priority is my career. My work. Yep. Like, I put myself into my work. If there's anything that I've learned from my mother, it's to be a hustler. Hustler?
2: Well, yes. Just don't be in Hustler. That's a magazine for naked people. But anyway, yes. Yes, you got to do the hustle. So,
1: not that. um, (laughs) Not that. I mean, I do. I love my body. And I'm very (laughs) free-spirited. Apparently, I used to say I wanted to get married naked under a tree.
2: Oh I do remember that. She did. Yes. Yeah, so and have a minivan full of kids. But anyway, yeah, you go did ahead. That as well.
1: Yeah. I wanted to be a school bus driver too. I just remembered that the yeah. other day, but that's terrifying. Um, anyways, that is our like our biggest responsibility right now. And if like you're compromising so much in a relationship, then you're not gonna be happy and then like your your relationship is gonna start to go into a place that like it gets ugly. Yep. And it shouldn't like me kinda said, when you're dating someone, like it should be fun. Absolutely. You should feel like you're dating.
0: It should never feel
1: boring. It should never feel like a, yeah, it should never feel like a chore. That's a great point. Having a conversation with them, like having sex with them should never be a chore, you know, like going to. we could do a two-parter so this could be the first okay i
2: got nothing i was just gonna say this is a great opportunity i think there. by the way as an aside there's this great game called the generations game is that what it's called and i say that because it is so good it's a great game to get to know people that are older than you what what okay what no pop it in (laughs) How was in. That, game no, story. I was just saying because so you need somebody right now, from. I feel left out of the joke. What?
0: It's not a joke. You I need just, every time she brings up something, I think of another. What? Whoa. Okay. Out. No.
2: Go. I'm well, just okay. saying that game is good to get to know people of all generations. But anyway, yeah. go okay. ahead. Okay.
0: Um, family is so complex. You don't get to pick your family. Oh, and I know. Sometimes. Oh, you want to
1: share be. on that? No. What does
0: no, that mean? I'm just no, saying, she, Setting boundaries with family.
1: Mm. talk about that
0: a lot of people think that i'm related to them by blood therefore i had to tolerate x y and z and it's weird and confusing to set boundaries and you don't have to go really in depth but you know talk about that like that's also part of putting yourself first and i think in your 20s that's kind of a point where okay I'm making a paycheck okay i can live wherever i want now maybe like i can get away from people who've been toxic mm. to me and maybe you know i at least for me that's when things started clicking and i'm like wait i don't need to put up with this
2: right anymore cuz you but, had financial independence yeah
0: and i think you've always been a huge advocate too like family is complex but that doesn't you know mean that you you can don't have to set boundaries for yourself like you absolutely can and you should
1: one
2: thousand so, percent. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk
0: about that. At oh all, my gosh,
2: that's so many layers.
0: A, <laughs> it is. It's a really. This is a really tricky subject. Mm-hmm. I feel like even our friends, we don't really talk about it. Family's really challenging, but I feel like that's because it's
1: also really painful to talk about because you can't choose your family and I think like society has made it and I think we're changing a little bit but society has made like the perfect image of a family what a family is supposed to be you know like you're supposed to have grandparents you're supposed to have all these things and then when you like actually start to realize that those relationships are they don't they don't feel good like that's really painful to admit because Mm -hmm. you want like you crave there is like I fully believe there's some type of like chemical in your body that makes you crave certain relationships and how those relationships should be
0: Mm -hmm. I was gonna say too and mom you can talk about this, but you came from what we call carpet sweeper family And our dad is also comes from a carpet sweeper family, which essentially that means you you Put your emotions under a rug and when shit hits the fan you You ignore it just Mm -hmm. so that you can have the image of a perfect family you taught us that that's not normal. Like, no. it's really not, and we should embrace and talk about our feelings. And families shouldn't negate how you feel. Your family members should honor and validate how you feel and have empathy for you, and not just tunnel it away. So I feel like when if you do come from a family of carpet sweepers, it's probably essential then that you have some kind of
2: boundary, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not an expert on this, but. There does come a there does come a time in life when you maybe outgrow some of the familiar relationships. Ooh, I like that. You know you yeah. do. I think everyone comes into our lives yeah, for a reason, as well.
0: not just family friends. Yeah,
2: friends too. And and breaking up with friends or is a very difficult thing as well. Yeah. But that speaks to growth and some of us go forward and we continue to grow because you should grow all the time as a human being. There's we're here to learn. This is a, a long marathon of learning, and some people try and race through life, but yes, boundaries are, are very important, and they're very difficult, and I think that we are evolving as people to share feelings more. I know my family, like you said, didn't didn't talk about feelings, but I've always, I think I, I got better as you guys got older, because I think I, too, was evolving as a human, but Feelings are things you can't change. They're, you can't change how you yeah. feel, right? So it's nobody's feelings are wrong, actually. If you truly feel a certain way, that's how you feel, whatever's going on around you. I think parents are very difficult uh, sometimes because we come in from different generations. We don't always have that open dialogue. Communication's key. Communication's yeah. key, and sometimes parents don't, want to communicate, they're just not comfortable with it, and if they're not comfortable with it, and they don't want to go to therapy, or they don't want to hear what your feelings are, you have to decide if that is a safe zone for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying enough or not enough, but... No, I think, no, I think that's really helpful. good advice. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a safe zone, right? You can still You can still love your mom, or love your dad, or your friend, or your aunt, or your uncle, but you choose what that wall around your feelings looks like. Mm-hmm. If they, if you're trying to say, hey, you really hurt my feelings when you did this to me, and they're trying to push your feelings aside and just erase the feeling, then now you know, okay, I need to be a little more superficial with this human being because they yeah. crush me, right? We're not here to squish butterflies, right? We're not here to crush people. And so if you're feeling crushed, or hurt by someone in your life you really need to recognize that it's their shortcomings and that you have to be safe when you're around this person or remove yourself from the person for a while don't call every day see how you feel and then you really the next time you're around that person you'll know whether or not that was a positive interaction yeah. but you're entitled to have boundaries for I sure i love
0: that i love that and i've gone not just family. We could talk about friends a bit too. Really painful. Friend mm-hmm. breakups because I realize there are a lot of. I've had friends that totally negate how I feel or don't understand me and are really quick to judge and say things that mm-hmm. are really hurtful. And I realize I wait. I can pick my friends, which is a great thing. Unlike mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. Family, you can you may need to still talk to them and, and tolerate set those boundaries mm-hmm. or at least be careful. But friends, you really have the choice and the power to be like, wait, I'm not going to hang out with you anymore. Right. And yeah, you taught me that too. Like, wait, I keep getting crushed by these, the same people over and over again, and I don't have to do this. I don't have to put myself through this and make myself low so somebody can else feel better about themselves. Yes,
2: you're not an energy source. Right.
0: And I think that, but that's also something you go through in your 20s, I think, is friendships change. and. Maybe you outgrow some friends or maybe you realize, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. And I think that's, that's really important too. Yeah.
1: And just because it's important doesn't make it any less hard. Like it, it is oh, so, gosh, so no, hard. That is, hard. hard. That is like seriously, true. breakups of, like, have been harder than some actual. Oh time yeah. Time. yeah. And yeah. I think setting boundaries is also something that's like really uncomfortable to do and kind of like awkward and weird. And it's something that I definitely struggle with, especially like in my relationships with my family where I know that I need to set boundaries with people. Because I keep sacrificing my emotions and my feelings for, like, no benefit. And it should be a two-way street just as much as, like, if you're in a relationship, it should be a partnership. It should also be a partnership with your family. Like, that that boundary, they should, that relationship should be serving you just as much as it's serving them. And if it's a one-sided kind of thing, even if it's with, like, a parent, for example... Like, yeah, that's really, really painful to do, but it's also, like, really necessary in order for you to not always have to feel like your feelings are invalidated. Yeah. Which I think is something that's super important. Doesn't make it any less hard, does not make it easy at all, and it's really fucking painful, but I think that's really important. And something that, like, even setting boundaries with ourselves yeah. or, like, setting boundaries with work and stuff, like, mm-hmm. things like that that's equally as important and if you don't learn it i'd think if we don't learn it now then we're going to have a harder time when we have more responsibilities yeah. kids a relationship Just, yes. how do you set boundaries in that way like how do you separate work from your kids like how do you until we like start doing that by ourselves in these really small ways whether i mean setting boundaries with your parents is like not a small thing but even like what mom
0: said to unplug see how it feels yeah. to not be on social media when you wake up first thing in the morning i think it's all about you learn how to set boundaries and live there's a quote like trust yourself to know how to live mm-hmm. like we know how to live our best lives if we listen to our gut and True. follow our intuition and honor how we feel and I think like you said unplug you mm-hmm. know question things question is this how family should be wait my friends not making me feel great is this right like right no. I think honoring your how you feel and your instinct is super key
2: Absolutely. And you you should build the other person up and they should build you up, not take you down. I think I used to say that to you girls. It's like, hey, you guys need to build each other up and not take each other down. And that's how you should evaluate jobs and friends. And family, yes, you have to potentially tolerate more. So you'd have to have more secure, safe boundaries within those relationships. But if a friend or a boyfriend or a partner isn't serving you well if they're taking you down and sometimes it's a subtle takedown and you don't even realize that they're chipping away at your psyche kick them to the curb curb. that's exactly right they should be building you up any relationship you should be building each other up not competing and taking each other down that's no good i love that period So any final final slam
0: how would you like to close
2: out? Christine? Oh my gosh, how would I close out? Well, well yeah, yes. Cristina Covarrubias. I know, the guy said my name so beautifully yeah, was, the other day. We
0: went out day. to lunch yesterday and the guy said Covarrubias, perfect. Yeah, I was I like, really oh my
2: gosh. Uh, he said Covarrubias. It was so beautiful. Anyway, um, in closing, what do I want to say? Okay, here's what I want to say. Go do you. That's what I want to say, do you. And that means be selfish if you're in your 20s. Figure yourself out. You're gonna be a fantastic partner for someone one day and do amazing things, but remember to cherish yourself. Know who you are, what do you like? When you go to a restaurant, are you kind of waiting around to see what somebody else orders, or are you presenting what you want? You know, simple things like that. Know what you want, go after what you want, don't sacrifice yourself for others. Not right now in your 20s, honey. And, uh, I don't know. What else should I say? Not in your 20s, honey. Oh, sunscreen. my gosh. Wear sunscreen every day. Get your moles checked every Get your moles year. checked Sun50. every day. Well, I'm not really here to plug that. but okay. I so. But, yes, yeah, sun50.com. They're amazing. Anyway, I They're appreciate amazing. being here. I love, love you guys. Them.
0: Thank you so much for coming. Oh, I love you. Thanks we for hope having that me. you
1: enjoyed
2: this podcast. I did actually. It went good. fast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I hope that nobody unsubscribes me.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> if you guys want more of her, she does have her own no, Instagram. No, no. Okay. What? Maybe Go ahead.
0: No, it's okay. Share. They can. Lustic Diaries. She is has a selfie stick and travels around you. the
1: world. And makes friends with people with on the street. Pugs.
0: Pug with pearls. Pug, Purtle. with pearls.
1: pug, 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 pug. pug. Alright. Well, Anyways,
0: we're peacing out. We love you guys. Yeah, you're you
1: amazing. For, Keep being amazing. Um, having this conversation that is relieving you my got Sunday this. scaries.
2: So you do you got this. focus on what you like. EQ, boys.
1: EQ, put
0: on the Don't be afraid
2: like of rejection. Them, if you like them, tell them! <laughs>
1: I hope you don't have the Sunday scaries like me. Okay, toodles!